This is Barbie Jo, and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We will discuss the tricks of the trade and systems that improve family life and managing a household. Hello, everyone. Barbie Jo here. Today, We are discussing the love languages. Today's episode number three. And I want to start by sharing with you a story of our recent anniversary. My husband and I have been married 18 years and we recently celebrated our anniversary. Being in quarantine, COVID-19 restrictions, we couldn't go anywhere, do much. So we woke up Sunday morning to a wonderful breakfast that one of my daughters had made for us. Now she woke up two hours before we did and decided to make us breakfast in bed. So she made pancakes and eggs and even poured our milk for us. And then it sat and sat until we woke up two hours later, which was just kind of a reflection of our marriage in general. That, you know what, the thought was there, the effort was made, and it was not a perfect perfect breakfast, but it was super thoughtful and sentimental. And we appreciated that. We were able to laugh at that and just kind of chuckle, but enjoy a lovely anniversary breakfast. So with that, I want you to know that managing a household, managing a family, nothing's going to be perfect ever. But I want you to understand why. And maybe we can figure out a few components of helping better understand and unite our families and our households. So I want to talk today about the five love languages. Now I'm sure you've all heard of these before. These are not new. They've been around the block a time or two, but they are very relevant. So let's go over them. The five languages of love are touch, time, gifts, service, and words of affirmation. Now, let's go through each one of those. Touch can be determined as a physical touch, as in just uh, holding hands, a hugger, someone who likes hugs, someone who likes their back scratched, somebody who likes to cuddle or snuggle or just constantly being in contact with another human being. That physical contact and touch is a language of love under the touch category. Now time, time is pretty self-explanatory. That love language is when somebody gives you their time. That is expressed and received as a language of love. Then there are gifts and that one's pretty easy. Either receiving gifts or sending gifts. That is also another love language. Acts of service. If you are somebody who likes to do things for somebody else and that's how you express your love for them, then you would fall under the acts of service love language. Or if that's how you receive love, if you would prefer somebody to do things for you and that's how you perceive love, then you would fall under that category, service. Okay, and the last is words of affirmation, which can mean compliments. It can mean... A positive, upbeat, complimentary, lovey-dovey, romantic, poetic words can be words written, words expressed, words sung. They are words directed to another person or given to another person. 
Some people like to express their love through letters or poetry or song. Then that would be your love language, words of affirmation. Now, my personal language of love is words of affirmation. That is how I receive love. I really appreciate hearing the words, thank you, or I really enjoyed dinner. I appreciated you folding my laundry. You look nice today. These are some examples of words of affirmation. So this is my love language. And my husband's language of love is time. He just wants me in the room with him, sitting next to him. It doesn't matter if we're doing the same thing or not. He wants my time and my presence. But I don't have to be touching him. So his is definitely not touch, but it's time. He wants my time. If I am spending time with him, what he receives as love. Now, each of our children have different languages of love. And this is very essential to really navigating a family. First of all, you've got to figure out your partner's language of love to establish a solid foundation and then build up your family unit. And as you go, you can start to learn each child's language of love. And they're all going to be very different and they might evolve over time and that's perfectly okay. You just need to be aware of how they are receiving love in the present time. And it will make life so much easier in dealing with a full house. Now, if you want to organize your home on a deeper level, you get to know how each person in your home receives love and gives love. These are two very different things. Now, I receive love through words of affirmation, but I give love through gifts. I find it very uh, natural for me to want to give a nice thoughtful gift as an expression of my appreciation or love towards somebody. Now, my husband gives his love in acts of service. By him mowing the lawn or washing the car is him telling me, I love you. Now, I have to be aware of that because that's not how I receive love. So to me, that's just like, great, you got something checked off the to-do list. But to him, he's expressing love to me. And I have to recognize that and appreciate it for what it is. Now, if you're all going to be on a more advanced playing field, you would try to speak that particular person's language of love to be the most effective in communicating your love towards them. My husband might mow the lawn or clean the pool because he knows I appreciate a clean yard. But to me, that's not saying I love you. That's just saying, great, we we got something checked off the chore list, you know. If he wanted to speak my language of love, he could tell me, you know, I really appreciate that dinner you made for us tonight. And that would speak volumes to me over the act of service. But if he's not there yet, if he doesn't know exactly how to communicate my love language, I need to be able to recognize when he's trying to show me love and he's doing it through the way he gives. You can see this is very intricate and it can go very deep. You just have to be very aware. If you find that you're struggling with a particular relationship inside your home, maybe try adapting the way you express love towards them and try to speak it in their love language. When you speak each other's language of love or understand when love is being spoken to you, 
you will have a whole new level of understanding in your home and be able to communicate on a deeper level. Now, having a house of order is also having that deep understanding. So those kind of go hand in hand. In organizing a household and maintaining a busy family, try this. Try to really sit down and get to know your children's love language. It's fascinating. And you also learn something more about them and how they express love and how they receive love. You know, it's hard to keep track because the seasons of life change and so do we. So maybe keep it in a notebook or a journal and you can just jot down what each child's language of love is as a quick reference. Because I know for me, dealing with five children, I can't even remember who doesn't like mayo on their sandwich and who prefers mustard. It's just too much. And then keeping track of everybody's shoe sizes and shirt sizes, it can be overwhelming. So if we just jot it down, keep it in a safe place that you can reference frequently, it will change everything and bring a deeper understanding and meaning to your family relationships. And you can use this in outside relationships as well, just to make you a more rounded, better understood person and more understanding of those around you. I hope these tips were helpful and I would love to hear your experience with the languages of love within your house. Please come and share with us at our community. Don't get lost in the laundry on Facebook. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out our website at barbiejoe.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to check out my programs. I'd love to have you join me at barbiejoe.com. Thank you.